Morning glory and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the fifth day of February 2021. It's a Friday. What a year this week has been, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Feels like it's been a really, really long week, but hopefully it's been a good one for you, your family, your loved ones. Super Bowl week, all leading up to the big game coming up on Sunday. We're going to talk a lot about that over the course of the show today. Big J has a life lesson for you heading into your weekend that may or may not impact your personal life. I'm guessing it will because we're all human beings. And yeah. that's the life lesson effect. Like it or not. And so that's going to be happening today. On top of that, we'll have another shot for you to win the brand new Foo Fighters album, which officially is out today medicine at midnight that's what it's called yeah also have another shot for you to get in on the dating game for a chance to get qualified for that two thousand dollar gift card to lee reed idaho's diamond jeweler where you can spend it on whatever the heck you want for a valentine's day present big j you're a romantic guy Mm -hmm. if you had too large to spend on anything for valentine's day what do you think is the go-to piece of jewelry is the Valentine's Day gift the earrings? Is it a necklace? Is it a bracelet? Is it a watch? What do you think? Well, I mean, I guess it depends on, you know, the status of your relationship. I would say so. I've been married for almost 10 years. Uh, the wife's already got a really fantastic, amazing, beautiful pair of earrings from her her father. So, you know, she wears those on special occasions. Uh, so I would probably go with something to uh, accentuate that and probably a necklace. Okay. Um... You know, or or then if you know she's got a great, you know, wedding ring, so I would say you want to accentuate that too, probably with a bracelet of some sort. There you go. But she's not a bracelet worry kind of lady, so you know, necklace I think would probably make the most sense. But you're saying this probably isn't first date material stuff. Yeah, no. But but recently she just got um, a, a, a tattoo behind her ear, which I never thought would happen. So I don't know. Maybe like a a, a diamond hoop nose ring. And the tattoo is of you, correct? No, it's not. It's not of me. <laughs> that would be super tiny me. Uh, wonderful, though. It would be wonderful, for the record. <laughs> uh, and you also, could do a lot with that $2,000 elite read, though. You're not kidding, man. Uh, you you have carpal on spending on whatever you want, and there's plenty of stuff there that you can enjoy. So it shall be a busy Friday. That much is a promise, but we also play music on the show. Music like the Beastie Boys. Kicking things off with some sabotage here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7. At advocateslaw.com, you deserve an advocate. Big J, one of the things that has not happened since this pandemic began a little over a little less than a year ago is a lot of people have not been summoned for jury duty. That's because the, you know, Idaho court system has pretty much been shut down because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Well, that's all going to change as criminal and civil jury trials are set to resume in person in Idaho beginning on March the 1st. The Idaho Supreme Court ordered the jury trials to stop late last year due to the spread of the virus, and they're picking it back up. The court is going to prioritize jury trials for criminal cases, starting with those where a defendant is incarcerated, and then civil jury trials will be prioritized after those. So 
jury duty notices are going to be coming out hot and heavy, Big J. Get ready. I have never uh, been called the jury duty. You've never even had like a notice, no. a card sent in the mail or anything nope. like that? Really? That's crazy. Yeah, I know. Maybe they can't find you. Jury trials Do have I the... even exist? <laughs> are you even a citizen? <laughs> jury trials must follow safety protocols and jury proceedings can be postponed if the administrative judge... For the relevant court determines that local COVID-19 incidence rates meet certain thresholds. Trials may also be postponed if other circumstances exist that post an increase in the health or safety risks to the jury trial participants, according to the release. But it's going to start happening. It's only happened to me once since I've lived here in Idaho. But I've gotten a jury duty notice and showed up and everything. But never had to, uh, to worry about the ability of actually being on a jury. Uh, but we know plenty of people that have, don't we, Vicky? Oh, yeah. It's all happening on Sunday, America's unofficial national holiday. The Super Bowl will kick off 55 Chiefs Buccaneers from Raymond James Stadium, home of the Buccaneers. The Bucs are the first team to play in the Super Bowl in its home stadium. 25,000 fans will be in the stands. That's going to be a, a pretty big deal. Kickoff is going to happen uh, right around 4.30 or so. That's when it's going to happen. It's going to be on CBS is where you can watch it. Of course, they'll have about, what, nine hours of pregame stuff that you can watch if you want to. Hopefully 10 or 12. Get into all that. But it pits the uh, defending Super Bowl champs, the Chiefs, against Tom Brady in his 10th Super Bowl. Big J, who do you like? Oh, uh, we're doing predictions right now. Yeah, let's do it. Um, and then we'll repeat it throughout the entire show. All right, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go, uh, I'm gonna go crazy a little bit here. I'm gonna go, uh, forty-eight to thirty. No, 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 thirty-one to twenty-seven. Tampa Bay Bucks. All right. So you like the Chiefs to win and cover? No, I'm kidding. You like the uh, Buccaneers to win it, huh? Let's see. Let's give. Yeah, yeah. Let's go long shot. Probably won't happen, but I mean, it's not really a long shot. It's only a three point game. I know, but but you still say that's going to happen. Listen, it's just ridiculous. The Kansas City Chiefs. And here's the thing: I don't really care one way or other who. I, I, I'll be happy either way because I think uh, I like Bruce Arians, even though he's a wild, wild dude. Uh, I love Andy Reid. I mean, he's a spirit animal, dude. Yeah, after the Super Bowl, he wants to go have a damn cheeseburger. How can I not love that? You but know, you still uh, you do love Tom Brady and Ron Brown. I do, well? I do. I love their work ethic, so I think it's gonna be a great game. But yeah, I, I'm gonna give a, a slight edge just because of the offensive line issues, and we haven't seen Patrick Mahomes really, really under pressure, and I think Tampa might bring it. Okay, ah, uh, we'll see how it all works out. Come Sunday. What about you? Uh, I you think, gotta give a prediction. I think the, the Chiefs hell? are gonna win this one uh, pretty easy. I'm gonna say 38 to uh, to 24 in favor of the Kansas City Chiefs over the Tampa Bay Bucks. You go to hell. I have said since the very beginning that the Chiefs are gonna repeat this year. Oh, it didn't oh, matter yeah. who they were playing. That's right. Hold so on. Uh, I am going to say that the Chiefs will win the Super Bowl once again as they set up their own Here dynasty. I'm not touching that dirty cash. Oh, uh, uh, double or nothing? <laughs> double or nothing? You want to double or nothing on the Super Bowl? Yeah, absolutely. All right, absolutely. let's do it. I think the Chiefs are gonna win this one in a laugher. We'll see. Uh, Tools Maynard James Keenan has revealed that he has been hospitalized uh, with a second attack of COVID-19 while he was still recovering from the effects of the first. He did an interview on the Strombo Show. Oh, it's the Strombo Strombo Show. (laughs) He uh, revealed that he was infected again in mid-November after he first contracted COVID in February of 2020. This time he ended up in the emergency room unable to breathe. 
He said, quote, I could barely put two words together without going into a coughing fit. It kind of ended up also progressing into pneumonia. So uh, if I stayed in the hospital, they said, okay, we can keep you here, but you're fighting 12 other people for a bed and a ventilator that we don't have. So what do you want to do? And he's like, well, I need to breathe and I need to sleep. So they just started treating the symptoms at that point. They gave him an inhaler, uh, uh, some heavy-duty cough medicine, and some antibiotics to fight the ammonia. And then he just strapped in and fought it and said it was much, much rougher the second time around than the first time around. And so uh, thankfully he is recovered, but still fighting some symptoms, he says. Uh, but at least he's able to breathe and do interviews and things like that. So he is fighting the good fight. But uh, battle number two for Maynard James Keenan in the world of COVID. So just, again, be careful out there, everybody. Yeah, that's why I don't want it again. No, who would want it? No, again? I know. I just, ugh. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Ugh. There's your important stuff. Big J's Life Lesson on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. All right, this is one of those life lessons that I don't, I don't know if I'm going to make it all the way through. Uh, we'll just put it that way as... Uh, a couple days ago, opening the show, Nick, we were talking about uh, our dog Corky and how he was kind of struggling and not feeling good. And, uh, you know, it's been a rough couple months with, with him. Uh, at least once a month, he was getting pretty sick. And uh, yesterday, it came to a head, and we had to put down our dog. Uh, and and it, it's, it sucks, and it, it was awful. And uh, we spent, uh, <clears throat> well, at least my wife, anyway, spent the last 24 hours pretty much crying. Uh, she was dealing with a lot of that stuff while I was here at work, and... Um, through the night a little bit uh, the night before and and then yesterday we just kind of had a rough time of it and it's hard to put into perspective here because the last six months man or even year with the pandemic uh, I've lost a parent and I've got friends who are losing family members um, right now as we speak even uh, going through that process because of COVID-19 and it's just a, it's a crazy whirlwind of grief that I've been in in the last six months and you know, this one hits even worse because Corky was was my mom's dog, and, and we started taking care of him about three or four years ago. And I never thought that he would become such a huge piece of me and the family, but he did. He was, and he was a good boy. And it's just tough to have that power too to be able to do something like that. It's a weird, weird feeling, uh, Nick. And I don't know if you've ever been through that with a pet before. No, I haven't. It it is it is really is really awful, but you know, we gave him so much love, and that's what you need to do to your pets, uh, is love them, and then make sure that they're uh, safe and happy, and comfortable. And so we were able to help him rest in peace, and you know, it's just one of those things. People have to go through that. I mean, 15 years ago, Nick, 20 years ago, I've changed so much because I probably wouldn't be feeling this way about a pet. Even though I had pets and I love them, it's a different thing now, especially after you have kids. It's just the world becomes a different perspective. And, uh, yeah, things will move on. The world keeps spinning. Uh, we'll get through this. And um, just the house is really quiet and, and those sort of things. It's just the way it is. It's, it's life. It's part of the process. Um, and it's a difficult thing to get through. But you have to do it. Um, and you have to be considerate and think about uh, your pet's way of life and their and their happiness. And uh, seeing them suffer is really difficult. So you got to make that tough decision. And it's hard to be there and do it. But I, I suggest and recommend that you do your best to see it through to the end. And um, yeah, pretty much that's today's life lesson is 
There's a lot of crappy stuff happening right now, and you have to sit and take in all of the bad, but all of the good as well. And there was plenty of that, and that's the kind of stuff you have to focus on, uh, and, and that's why it's so important that you, especially with your pets, that you give them so much love and 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 remember that they're not always going to be there because you know we as humans we we tend to live a lot longer than our than our pet animals. Corky was 14 years old. That's he was like a long run. He's an ancient sage in dog years, and so uh, that's an important thing to remember. And and you know, uh, they, their existence with us is is for our family. Uh, they're another member of the family, and uh, I just feel like um, in the last few years. You know, treating animals a certain way has become really important to me, and and I hope that uh, that you and everybody else out there uh, realizes that you got some animals. Make sure you take good care of them um, because they're taking good care of you. Indeed. And uh, as we said yesterday, when you told me about it, man, I'm very very sorry. But thanks, man. I appreciate. Uh, I do that. know that he he was very much loved by your entire family, and I'm sure that uh, that he knew that as well. So rest. He in was peace also court. an old cranky a hole, <laughs> but we loved him for it. Yes, I do remember you complaining about him keeping you up, but <laughs> at least he was loved for sure. Yeah. And I am sorry, my man. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your life lesson for the weekend. What's going on in the news today? On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. I'll tell you right now, important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've ever been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat online with an attorney 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. Big J, we're going to get cheesy over the next couple important stuff. Just a heads up. Oh, good. But, of course, uh, this Sunday, many Americans will watch the Super Bowl from the comfort of their own homes. But there will be no shortage of snacks, Big J. And one thing you can guarantee, at least according to the dairy farmers of Wisconsin, is that Americans are going to be shoving so much cheese down their damn gullet, you're not going to be able to believe it. You understand? Damn right. Uh, they expect that they're going to chow down on about 20 million pounds of cheese during the big game over the course of this weekend. Cheese farmers are prepared for this, noting cheesemakers have been working overtime to accommodate all the orders they've gotten. Uh, according to Google Trends, the top searched for Super Bowl snacks in each state, 28 of them include cheese. <laughs> including cheese balls, nachos, cheeseburger sliders, queso dip. Yes. The marketing officer for Wisconsin Cheese, Suzanne Fanning, says the desire for recipes with cheese, the ultimate comfort food, coupled with, you know, all sorts of other things, ensures that cheese will be the real winner of the big game, Big J. Sounds like you've got cheese on your menu. Oh, yeah, man. Jalapeno poppers. Bacon wrap smoked on the Traeger. Some uh, smoked queso. There you go. For sure. Lots Just a block of cheese. of cheese, too, if you want to take slices off that bad boy. Just going to leave it out in the sun? <laughs> Not a bad idea. <laughs> you know, I got a, I got a special drip tray for the Traeger, <laughs> so let the uh, the cheese just uh, drip in it, my own chalet, nice. if you will. Enjoy. Enjoy, my friend. Uh, it all leads up to the big game, which is happening on Sunday, 4.30 kickoff on CBS Chiefs against the Buccaneers. Fourth Super Bowl for the Chiefs, who will be trying to repeat as Super Bowl champions and win their third title in NFL franchise history. They also won Super Bowl IV, of course, in 1970. Patrick Mahomes was last year's Super Bowl MVP. He will try to repeat that. Of course, the Buccaneers are turning to Tom Brady, who uh, is recording his 10th Super Bowl and trying for his seventh NFL championship. 
Uh, and he is already holding the most of a record for uh, championships for a player with six. Uh, and so the Bucks haven't made, of course, the playoffs since 2007. Uh, that was, of course, the last year they won the Super Bowl as well. So they're looking to make it happen again. Big J, your final score prediction one more time. Uh, 31-27, Bucks. All right. And uh, yours? 38-24 in favor of the Chiefs. we got a $20 bet going. Uh, I actually have nothing on the line. You have yeah. $20 well, back Well, actually easier just to give you a fresh $20 bill that hasn't been touched by anybody than a scrumpled up $10 bill that you don't know where it's been. I like that I was much. thinking about you, sir. Thank you. Meaning I think that the, the Chiefs are probably going to win. The uh, third Fantastic Beast movie has shut down its shoot in the UK after a member of the production tested positive for COVID. Uh, and so they had to shut it down, according to Warner Brothers, uh, without confirming the team member's identity, but the diagnosis was confirmed. And so, of course, they've been filming that for the last couple of weeks there in the UK. Uh, the Harry Potter spinoff series has got Eddie Redmayne and Jude Law in it. The film is set to bow on July 15th, 2022. Not sure how long it'll be shut down because of COVID and if that will at all impact its release date. But... That's what's going on overseas, so I'm sure Tom Cruise is being extra careful, Big J. He's already got his head up going, what? Huh? He's got the robots out Just there. make sure. He's got robots. That doesn't spread to the Mission Impossible set. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Munster, Indiana is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story. And guys, stop being creeps. This yeah, is one of please. those stories where I feel like I, I'm obligated to apologize to the females of our society for dudes that just are creeps. And listen, it's not everybody, but I get the sneaking suspicion that you know you're a creep if you're a creep. And stop being a creep. Man, life is hard enough as it is. Worrying about creeps has taken to a whole other level. Trying to be not so weird. And we have a situation that happened at a Target in Munster, Indiana last week. And it's just one of those things where, thank goodness, nobody was hurt. But it's also just, like, so creepy that it just gives you the heebie-jeebies. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it it all went down around 7 o'clock at night late last week. Uh, Police had to be called to a Target there in Muncie, or Munster, excuse me, and take care of things because a woman was shopping with her child at the store at Target and decided, you know what, I want to buy some new shoes. And so she sat down in the shoe section and was going to try on some things. And uh, that is when a man walked up to her and said, uh, hey, hey, can I see your shoes? And she's like, the ones I just tried on? And she goes, no, no, yeah. the, the, one, the ones you wore in here. And she goes, no. No, you can't see my shoes. That's a weird question. And the guy's like, okay, fine, but you mind if I see your bare feet? Just a little bit. Oh, God. Is it Rex Ryan? (laughs) And then he knelt down and then uh, forcibly pulled off her shoe and sock and then started filming her bare foot with his phone. That's according to the police report. He has lost his mind. Uh, The man then, uh, that's when the woman said, hey, what are you doing? And she got up and that's when the guy decided to run away. Suspect is described as a man in his early 30s wearing a black jacket and purple pants. Uh, But police are not sure if the man walked or drove away from the target that day, and the incident was not caught on camera. So the suspect remains unidentified, which is weird. You would think, like, the whole store is under surveillance, right? Well, maybe he's uh, familiar with the camera angles. He knows the the dark spots in the target shoe section. 
Uh, and so, uh, Munster police do not have any other reports of any similar instances in the town involving the described suspect. But still, it's one of those deals where they're looking for some help if anybody has information. And, you know, we've talked about this before. There's a lot of fetishes out there. And, and I've said, yeah. you know, listen, if you're into something, uh, feet is probably uh, the most pedestrian of fetishes. Ah! Uh, pardon the pun. <laughs> Get it, everybody. It's not like it's, it's uh, BDSM involving nuns or something like that. But it's also <laughs> like one of those things where you're like, okay, if you're into that, fine. But don't be pulling people's shoes and socks off and then filming them at a department store. It's just creepy, man. And now, you know, this is traumatizing for this poor young lady who is going to be freaked out and probably never going to want to shop for shoes again. You know what I mean? Because the one time some dude ran up to her and grabbed her shoe and sock off and started filming her bare feet. Weirdo. Stop being a creep. Yeah. Be respectful. Creepy. And I'm so sorry that that is even something you have to think about. It's just so, so, so weird. What do you... uh, I don't even want to know what he does with the footage. Either way, watch out. It ain't good. Stop being creepy, guys. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Hey, we want to get somebody qualified because we're a week away from doing a big drawing for Lee Reed, Idaho's Diamond Jeweler, and a $2,000 gift certificate to that. We're going to play the dating game next on the x Rock. Right now on 100.3, the X rocks. Exactly one week from today, Big J and I will be drawing a grand prize winner from the list of qualifiers for a $2,000 gift card to Lee Reed, Idaho's Diamond Jeweler. You can spend it on anything you want for Valentine's Day for yourself or for a loved one. It is a lot of money and it'll get you a lot of really cool things there at Lee Reed. But in order to get in on that drawing, you do have to qualify, which is why we're playing the dating game right now at 208-287-1003. If you qualify, you will get a discount coupon $10 gift card to Adam and Eve so that you can buy some additional stuff for Valentine's Day. And you'll be on that list of potential winners for the Lee Reed gift certificate, which is awesome. It works like this. Big Jay's going to read you a fact and then a date in which that fact happened. He'll follow it up with three and other facts. You have to decide if those things happened before or after the original date. Two out of three, right? And bing, bang, boom, you are qualified. Bing, bang, boom! Big J, you have everything that you need? Yeah, but I don't like it. And to the phones we go. Hello, the X. Hey. Hey, what's up, man? What's your name? This is Mitch Ryder. All right, Mitch, you're up. Good luck. Mitch, here's your fact, okay? In a delightful evening, Jay Leno, his final Tonight Show for good on this date in 2014. So all the dates and things that come after that will be before or after, okay? Okay. After his own Tonight Show mess, Conan O'Brien starts up his own late-night talk show on the cable channel TBS. Was that before or after? Before. That's right. right. Did you know that for a fact or you just guessed (laughs) 50-50? I'm going to take that as a guess. All right, here we go. David, David Letterman hosts his final show on CBS. Before or after 2014? Before. No, I'm sorry. It's after. Wrong. Letterman's final show was in May of 2015, so real close. Comes down to this, Mitch. Good luck. Chevy Chase starts up his own late-night chalk show. Chalk. Let me start that over. Chevy Chase starts up his own late-night talk show. Was that before or after 2014? Before. Yes, that's absolutely correct. Uh, and Chevy's 
brief, what was it, six episodes? Yeah, it didn't last very long. Uh, happened in 1993. Well done there, my friend Mitch. You are all good to go. You have officially qualified yourself for that grand prize drawing of the Lee Reed $2,000 gift certificate, Idaho's Diamond Jeweler. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. Send out that Adam and Eve stuff to you as well. And that's how the dating game is supposed to work. We are going to have a whole nother week of that beginning next week here on the X before we get ready to draw that grand prize winner on Friday. So make sure you're there for that. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. Told you we were getting cheesy with important stuff, and here's the next round of cheese oh, news, man. BJ. Bulk up now on Parmesan cheese, my friend. You have been warned. Like real Parmesan like or the, the, the half-baked stuff? Not the stuff that you get in, like, the shaker. Parmesan cheese might be the next victim of the pandemic. According to a lot of cheese news sources, Big J, that are heavily anchored in the world of cheese... Parmesan cheese that was produced in March, April, and May of last year will now only start to ship out to distributors, and the cost of producing the cheese has surged 60% during that time period, meaning the cheese that makes it onto store shelves is going to already be way more expensive than usual. And it's already like real Parmesan cheese? Man, that's expensive. Neil Cox is the uh, the cheese chief customer officer at a, at a place called Schumann Cheese. Do we salute this guy? Yeah, you yeah. do. He is, a, he is your ranking officer. And he says that the loss of retail and food service businesses hurt the cheese industry, as did a dairy shortage that began last June. So these will result in higher prices and scant choice of Parmesan cheese on the shelves in the coming months. So be prepared, Big J. As the man who likes his fresh Parmesan cheese, you need to know you're going to be spending I, more for it. I know I do, but I also like that fake stuff a lot. <laughs> So I'm gonna be okay. All right, you'll get through. Yeah, I don't. I don't get a chance to mess around with real Parmesan very often. The NBA told teams last night that does expect to finalize plans over the next week to actually play an All Star game on March 7th in Atlanta, according to media reports. Uh, everybody seems to be pretty pissed off about it. Yeah, all the players especially. Yeah, uh, and so. Uh, not sure what the NBA is going to do when everybody's pretty much saying, hey, is this really a good idea? But we shall see. As of right now, they're still planning on getting it done. We shall see. But LeBron James, among many uh, that are very vocal about it not being a fairly good idea. We got a Super Bowl game coming up on Sunday. Kansas City Chiefs against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. One more time, Big J, the final score prediction for you. Uh, 31-27. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I got the Chiefs by 14 uh, in this particular matchup. We'll see who's right. We now have a bet on the game, and kickoff is at 4.30 or so on CBS, so you can watch the game if you would like. If you've been noticing, Big J, uh, one of the things that uh, there's a lot of streaming channels out there. You understand? Oh, man, there's so many different. More on the way. And exactly. Lots of choices for you. And the one thing that is king in the world of streaming is content. You got to have a lot of it. And you may have noticed, at least in the world of Netflix, maybe even Apple TV, uh, even HBO Max, one of the things that are popping up more and more often are foreign language movies and series in order to give you different things to choose from. There's a new drama series called Losing Alice that will debut on Apple TV on January 22nd. That's a foreign language film. HBO Max snagged the Spanish series Venero, an Italian mob drama called Gamora. 
and an Israeli family comedy called Un and Eli. Hulu recently debuted No Man's Land, a German thriller called Deutschland 89. Netflix has uh, got Spain's Money Heist, and South Korea's Kingdom is one of their biggest streamers, and a bunch of movies. As a matter of fact, the number one movie on Netflix this last week has been something called uh, Zero Lake, which is a foreign film as well. And it's been a pretty big deal for Netflix. People apparently uh, don't mind the uh, audio dubbing that is happening. They're choosing that route over a lot of the subtitles, although there are versions of those if you prefer. Uh, the dubbed versions of these foreign language films and series seem to be the winner for the streaming services. So you can expect to see a lot more of them because they're becoming winners for them. Do you stream anything that happens to be foreign, produced in a foreign country? Uh, willingly? Yes, willingly. No. Not for streaming dumbass. Uh, do you? Is it one of those deals where like you watch the trailer and if you realize it's a dubbed thing, you won't even watch it? No, not at all. I okay. wouldn't. I wouldn't. Do, I wouldn't be that way. Then why? Then how come you haven't like come across anything? There's well, just so many out there. I. I mean, there's. Listen, how long did it take for people to tell me to watch a great, fantastic movie on Netflix? The Old Guard. It's true. Okay, so you think a a trailer for a, a TV show is gonna hook me uh, when I'm flipping through the Netflix thing? Sometimes it does. I bet it has nah. to. I mean, uh, unless unless every it's a Marvel commodity, it won't. No, no, no. I mean, every now and then there'll be something, but um, you know, usually what happens is I'm watching uh, the Netflix with the wife, and so you know we're watching the previews together, and I try to skip past some of that stuff that I'm like, I'm not gonna like this. She's gonna like it, and I she needs to focus on liking some stuff that I do. But you don't even know what you like. So I I do. Well, well, you knew you liked the old guard, but it still took you months to watch it. Almost a year. I know. It's weird. But uh, either Being way, weird, it's okay. you can enjoy a bunch of different foreign language films and series and know that there's plenty more coming because, you know, not only that, but uh, a lot of these things are drying up content-wise and having, you know, a bunch of series from other countries that can give you two or three seasons worth of content is a good thing for a streamer yeah. right now. So that's the other half of this as well. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. Let's do this. And uh, Up for Grabs, a new album is out today from the Foo Fighters Medicine at Midnight. Oh, it's good. Uh, we want you to have a free copy of that. All you got to do is beat me in pop culture smackdown. Let's get you the phone number. It's 208-287-1003. If you defeat Big J today, we will send you that uh, album code for you to download at your convenience to whatever device you want to go to. And you can listen to it as many times as you want. It's a beautiful thing. Hello, the X. Good morning. Good morning, sir. What's your name? Cole. All right, Cole, you're up first. Cole, who's the only woman to win a UFC and a WWE championship? She also has an Olympic bronze medal in judo as well. Uh, Ronda Rousey? That is correct. Right. Big J, in the world of Game of Thrones, what is the capital city of Westeros? Oh, no. I'll soon forget. Um, King's Landing? There you go. Right. There you go. Cole, which national pizza chain has the most locations in the United States of America? Um, pizza Hut. That is correct. Right. Big J, who was the first singer with a number one hit on Billboard's Hot 100 chart in four different decades? First one. It's been done a couple times now, but first one. Pop singer. I'll give you that. Oh, pop singer. Okay. Um, 
four different decades. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with uh, I'll go with Madonna. Wrong. Good guess, but incorrect. Uh, Cole, you have officially become the victor. Do you happen to have a guess yourself, pop singer? Four number ones on four different decades. I don't. I was thinking Madonna as well. I have no idea. Mariah Carey. Right. (laughs) The only one we know, dude. Mariah Carey is Uh, the correct answer. Congratulations, Cole. You got that Foo Fighters album coming your way. Medicine at Midnight. Everybody else is available to you at whatever place you want to pick up albums these days. It's definitely worth it. We are going to come back with some headlines. That's happening next on the X Rocks. It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Friday edition of Headlines goes like this. Not how that works. To protect and shovel and devil cat. That's not how this works. If you're using a fake ID and it gets taken away from you, you probably should chalk that up as an L and not try to get it back. Police in Edmond, Oklahoma say 18-year-old Blakely Sands was arrested on Tuesday after she called police in an attempt to get her fake ID back from a bar. When officers arrived at the bar, they retrieved the Texas ID with the name McCammy Queen on it. Sands told officers that was her name, but they did not believe her. They ran the license number on the ID and it came back eligible out of Texas to a Robert Sanchez. Sands told officers that she didn't think she'd get caught. She then was arrested for presenting a false ID with the purpose of misleading officers. And so she thought maybe calling the cops and doubling down would be a great way for the bar to give it up, but it ended up backfiring and getting her arrested. So not a great way to do it. That is not fake ID protocol, Big J. Right. In case you're curious. Usually if your fake ID gets confiscated, your first step should be uh, walk the other way as quickly as possible. Run! <laughs> Not, I'm calling the cops so I can get my fake ID back. Okay, McCammy Queen, you got it. We'll be here right here for you, waiting. To protect and shovel or devil cat? Devil cat. An Ohio pet rescue is hoping to get a cat adopted using reverse psychology. One-of-a-kind pet rescue in Akron posted a about one of their cats on Facebook last week, noting that the animal named Creature is, quote, not cute and lovable, and most days she's only, quote, borderline tolerable. <laughs> Post went on to say that the six-year-old black cat was found as a stray and, quote, can't stand affection and really thinks we're all just an annoying source of, source of her food, but that may change in a home or it may not, end quote. Listen, you could add that up to one of those honest trailers. That's right. Uh, they continue, quote, she may be a good hunter. Either way, we would like a comfy home for her. If you're a jerk, maybe the two of you would get along. If you think you're a suitable jerk for the cat, you can contact them at adoption at oneofakindpets.com. So I like the truth and advertising side of things. I enjoy it uh, because, yeah, not all cats are nice, Big J. Hell, not all dogs are nice. I love it, man. But it is nice to know that they can be honest about things. Go listen, this cat's not exactly uh, the friendliest cat in the world. And it could give rats ass about you. Uh, So that's always very nice. God bless. So if you're looking for one, it's in Ohio right now. We'll wrap it up with to protect and shovel. And three people are in trouble after assuming they could force police officers to dig their car out of some snow. Police say an officer on patrol in Massachusetts came up against a sedan stuck in a snowbank on Wednesday. He said all three of the car's occupants are trying to push the car out of the snow. The officer said the car was stopping traffic, including plows, and when he tried to speak with the driver of the car, the occupants inside immediately started demanding that he get his ass to his car, get a shovel, and help them dig and push the vehicle out of the snowbank. The officer then called for a tow truck and started directing traffic, but 19-year-old Bianca Torres wasn't happy. She repeatedly said that the officer should dig her car, her, her vehicle, out of the snowbank. 
Once the truck arrived, the passenger, 18-year-old Nathaniel Chickering, told officers that no one was going to tow the car and then walked into the travel lane to argue and block traffic. Chickering was then arrested, and then the second passenger, 21-year-old Michael Rodriguez, tried to get the officers to release Chickering by punching one of the officers in the stomach. That's also not a great way to go. So all three of them ended up getting arrested, and the car ended up getting impounded. That's how that story ends. So... Not a great way to go about it. I can understand the frustration. Being stuck in a snowbank, probably not fun. But, I mean, they did call a tow truck to help you get out. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously that's something that you're going to have to pay for. You know, it's not like just a service provided. So, they probably weren't happy about that. And they're like, listen, man, that's not how it works. But I don't believe it's in a police officer's job description to dig somebody out of a snowbank. No. I could be wrong. But I don't think that's part of the deal. So, I get it. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Asking Alexandria, they don't want what we want here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. One of the things everybody wants at some point is some pizza. Maybe even this weekend you might order yourself up some just so you can have some for the big game on Sunday. But... Everyone wants a little something different, don't they, Big J? Yeah, yeah, and uh, pizza, you know, either on the top of the list generally for the food you're going to have during the Super Bowl. So uh, it made sense that they did this poll, uh, YouGov, of uh, 6,100 U.S. adults about their favorite style of pizza, Nick. Oh! And so I was asking you this, uh, if you preferred, and these are the top three uh, vote-getters here, thin crust, regular crust, or deep dish? And I said if I had to choose, my favorite would be thin crust. Yeah, uh, it's, it's not bad to go, and, that, and you matched the majority of people. 31% said thin crust. Uh, and I was like, oh, you know, I mean, I, regular crust is in between thin and deep, so <laughs> I figured that would be the, the number one, but it, it came in number two, and number three is 18% with deep dish, and I'm a deep dish fan, but, you know, I'm never going to turn away uh, uh, a dough sled with cheese and meat on it <laughs> uh, one way or the other. But I understand. Yeah, I think, like like I said, the, the, the adversity probably to deep dish isn't necessarily – it's just a lot of dough. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a lot of stuff. And you're right. It's not like one thing that you can, like, pick up and eat. You have to kind of have, like, some sort of silverware and sit down like a, like a civilized human being. Yeah, eat. unless you've got, like, a remote control front loader that you <laughs> eat with. Yeah. Um, uh. Just goes right up to your mouth. That'd be great. Though. Be I wish, nice. Now I wish I had one. Um, but the regular crust uh, is is something that probably is what I think most people when they order pizza somewhere would end up with. I think you were telling me that you you know you order thin crust from certain chains that you get yeah. delivered to your house. It does depend on where I go and where I order my my pizza from. What crust I prefer? Uh, it, it's strange, but I, I think that some crusts are better than others depending on the place. Like I'll get regular Pizza Hut crust, but I'll get thin crust Domino's or uh, or or regular Papa John's or you know whatever you, whatever you decide to do. With thin crust, you want it to be crispy, right? That's the I idea. I mean, that's the yes. thing. If it's not crispy, then you've got a real problem. Yeah, flimsy thin crust is, is – and that's the risk you run, especially when buying frozen pizza or not familiar with it. If they don't cook it well enough, it just becomes floppy and flimsy, and that's no fun. Yeah, I had some frozen pizza last night, and I, I you know, I put it on a pizza stone as opposed to putting it right on the rack, and so it was a little, a little floppy. You don't like the floppy pizza? I don't want no floppy thin crust pizza, you hear? Then why did you go pizza stone? I, did, I forgot. Listen, I wasn't in my right mind last night. I'm lucky I Touché. ate dinner at all, so uh, I really didn't care too much. But here's, uh, here's oh si- sidebar. No. Yes. When you're doing a frozen pizza, do you put anything extra on it? What do you mean? 
Yeah, do you dress your pizza up with anything else? Before I bake it or yeah, afterwards? before. No, no, not usually. Okay. No, I usually let it go in because, you know, it, it also, uh, I, I very much like my pizza different than you because usually I'm eating it with the kids. I'm not going to make a whole frozen pizza right. for myself. So the kids are pretty plain Jane when it comes to pizza stuff. And then I'll add the extras to what I enjoy after the pizza is baked. So I don't, I don't, I don't pre-dress, I post-dress. Okay. Yeah, we usually put on some Italian seasoning and I'll put on some extra cheese. Color me shocked. Shh. I mean, the amount of cheese you must go through in your house but only has half. to be astronomical. But only half. Yeah, because the rest of the house doesn't like the extra cheese? No, the wife, yeah, she doesn't. She wants a piece of bread sometimes. I'm like, <laughs> I don't get what you're doing there, but... Morning After with Nick and Big J. We have got some bad impressions. They are next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> On 100.3, the X. Yeah, and up for grabs here, we got a gift certificate for you. $25 gift certificate to Section 37 Axe Room, baby. They got three locations, Boise, Caldwell, Garden City. They got leagues. Uh, Adam is a master axe thrower. Who would have thought? Yeah, he's a lumber uh, jack, right? Lumberjack, sure, sure. Uh, so maybe that could be you as well, or you could challenge uh, him to a, an axe off. Either way, we'll get you set up with a $25 gift certificate. <laughs> I mean, uh, not axe, the body spray. Um, Pants off, axe off? Yeah. Uh, $25 gift card here for Bad Impressions. All right, we'll send it right out to you. You don't need to come pick it up, and then you can enjoy some uh, Section 37 on your own time. 208 287 1003 is our phone number. Bad Impressions works like this. Big J has got three clues. Each one of those clues points to somebody pretty famous as they do collectively figure out who that famous person is. Maybe Chuck and Axe is in no time, man. Hello, the X. Hey, hello. What's up? What's your name? Hello. Chuck. All right, Chuck, you're up first. Good luck. All right, Chuck. The butterfly effect isn't just a hypothetical philosophy. It's also a movie I starred in. Ashton Kutcher. There you go, man. One and done for I mean, the butterfly effect. Been a while. Well done. Since anyone mentioned that movie. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you, Chuck. You're going to go check out X, uh, Section 37. More recluse 2 and 3 just for fun. Who knew that I, when I was acting as Kelso in that 70s show, I'd eventually uh, leave to me more and marry Jackie Milikunis. And, hey, MTV Punked was my show. Never forget that. And why is Ashton in the news? Sunday's a big day for Ashton Kutcher. Uh, he is going to be having a birthday that day. Nice. Going to be turning 43 years old. Rugged old. And he will be starring in a Super Bowl commercial for Cheetos. Beautiful. With his wife. Yeah. Look at that. So, yeah, it is a good day for him. Uh, I don't think he has a, a vested interest in either team, so he's probably not super into the game. But it is nice to see him uh, doing some stuff, I suppose. Considering, uh, what else is he up to? Ah, Since Two know. and a Half Men got canceled, <laughs> nothing, right? Uh, he's, I think they got kids, and they're raising kids, well, and that's course. what he does. He's a dad. Yes. I know we certainly haven't seen him in any you know, movies or anything. Either way, happy birthday, Ashton. Gosh, Enjoy. I, mean, well, I got to have their life story here. Well, just Ready to go for everybody. What they're up to, that's all. Other than a Cheetos commercial. Oh, he's still doing the ranch. That's still a thing. I don't, I thought they canceled that because they the should. other it's terrible. dude got in trouble. Morning After with I Nick. I know, I just, shots fired. There's a lot of people that love that show. I never got it. <laughs> and Big J, we will wrap up this show here next on the X Rock. <laughs> Papa Roach, the ending, and this is the start of the ending in the morning after as well here Ooh. on the 